Recently, I've been receiving messages and emails on the subject of night terrors, and I'd like to go ahead and share today how I've walked through having night terrors in my life. Now, this person who wrote me, several of them, had said that they're experiencing them now, but they hadn't experienced them for so many years. They thought, in fact, that they were done experiencing night terrors. It is sad for me to hear when someone is having night terrors because I know it is exhausting on them physically and mentally. It just saps your strength. And so the most important thing I want to encourage right now, if that's you or somebody that you love, please tell them to give themselves grace. I remember when I used to have night terrors, I used to just verbally beat myself up when I woke up from it saying, it's not happening right now. That was just a bad memory, a bad dream. Stop it. Go back to sleep. Don't deal with it. Come on, girl, get your act together. And I would just berate myself when I shouldn't have been actually doing that. So please give yourself the grace to walk through this process of dealing this situation of having night terrors with God. So as I grew in Christ and my relationship with him grew, when I would wake up from these night terrors, I would begin immediately calling out to God, refocusing my mind that was just bubbling over with fear and tons of emotion. I could wake up screaming. I could wake up maybe all sweaty. I could wake up all different types of emotion. I just couldn't plan for it. That's for sure. But I would immediately start the conversation with God. God, I need you here with me right now. And in that moment, I realized he was with me and he was with me when I was having the night terror. And he was with me when I was being sexually abused as well. That is so important because it helps us to get our minds to refocus because that awful night terror just wants to fill our minds up beyond being able to focus again on reality. I let God know all the feelings that have come up because of the night terror. I start naming out the emotions. I start naming out the memories of it. And I find it very therapeutic. He then, it seems, brings scriptures to mind. And that's why we encourage you so much here on this channel to stay in God's word because he does bring up the word that you have read, even though you may not have memorized it. Those scriptures will bubble up and you'll remember parts of them and you could start looking them up to help you fight the fear and the hopelessness, as well as all the other emotions that are coming up at that time. And I tell him how it bothers me to have these night terrors. And most of all, I ask him for wisdom of how to move forward in my day when I wake up again and or if that was the beginning of the day and how I should deal with it, not just shoving it away. Those days need to be gone shoving your emotions down and out. It might be that I need to go back to the counselor and work out some issues that may be underlying that I just don't even realize I'm dealing with right now and or going to a trustworthy friend and just speaking to them 
about the situation so they could be praying for me as well as maybe point me saying to the direction of, yeah, maybe you should go back to the counselor. There's also other Christian support groups that are out there that you can get with, faith-based groups that will understand what you're going through and be able to pray for you as you're walking through this journey of these night terrors. Now, if you find talking it through with God is difficult, you could also try journaling. Uh, I like to keep a tablet, a paper, and a pen by my bedside. I never know when God's going to speak to my heart about a video I need to make, about a conversation I need to have with somebody, a moment of he moves my heart to be praying for somebody. I like to journal that down, whether it's the middle of the night or when I'm first waking in the morning, I like to journal it down. But what I found is that if I was to write down these night terror emotions that I was having, it was easier for me to see possibly the root of where the night terrors were actually coming from. What was it that I truly was afraid of? What was it that I truly was trying to deal with, but couldn't figure it out? And in the end, it was great for me to go ahead and look back a few months later and see how God had delivered me from such a challenging time. You might say, Annette, it is hard to silence the negative talk. If you've negative self-talked yourself all your life, it's time to start practicing the negative and turning it into a positive. Because I have found that most of the negative self-talk I have had is partially true and the rest of it is not. I love what John Acuff said. He said, stop negative thinking patterns by asking yourself if they are true, if they are kind, or if they are helpful. If they're not, why are you saying those thoughts to yourself? You're just beating yourself down. Challenge those negative thoughts. Don't let them persist. Another thing I like to practice during this time when I'm working on stopping these night terrors is practicing gratitude, being incredibly grateful for every day, every moment and every little thing, including simple things like straws. I'm so glad somebody invented a straw. I use my phone to take many pictures throughout the day of things I am so grateful to God for. And that in turn changes my attitude from focusing in so much of the negative and the fear of going back to sleep and having another night terror that night to a very grateful heart for a God who is with me and who wants to care for me. Now, this may seem a little off, but I also make sure because those night terrors, like I said, are exhausting. I like to make sure that I laugh somewhere along the way to lift my spirit. Oh my goodness, a joyful heart is good medicine. And that medicine really does help me. And I can achieve that by possibly, I know which friends of mine can make me laugh in a moment, as well as maybe even visiting my granddaughters and 
listening to them tell me a story of what's happened in their life. I could watch a quick online comedian that I enjoy. All of these different things can bring some laughter into my heart. And it really does help me to realize that there's more to life than those horrific, terror-filled moments that happened at night when I was asleep. Now, it's important to know that fatigue can increase these night terrors. And because that, I've had to make sure over the years that I do have a regular sleep schedule. If you don't, and all of a sudden these night terrors are showing up, it could be because of just your sleep schedule. I would suggest possibly going to bed a little earlier. Maybe you're just getting older and you're needing a little bit more rest. And if possible, take a short nap during the day if it doesn't mess with your night sleeping patterns. But make sure more than anything that you're getting the rest that you need and that it's peaceful. So make the area where you lie down as peaceful, as comfortable as possible. I go all the way down to the linens and the blankets and the pillows to the textures. In the end, if you find that you're avoiding sleep and your thoughts and actions are becoming dangerous, please seek medical care. Remember, there's that faith-based community that you can delve into. There's Christian counselors out there you could reach out to. And don't give up hope. A lot of you have tried different Christian counseling and you found, I didn't even click with that counselor. Remember I've told you before, it may take going to two or three different counselors before you find the one that's a fit for you. Now may God bless you as you walk along this healing journey. And I will keep all of you in prayer that your night terrors will bring you to a place of more healing in Christ. Remember, because he lives, it does change everything.